The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast here on the Blogging the Boys podcast network. Of course, powered by SB Nation, Dave Sturchio, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst, and of course, his brother, America's fan, Keith Ernst. Fellas, we're one week into free agency. How are we feeling about the 2021 Dallas Cowboys? Not good at all. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can pronounce any of the names of the people we got in free agency. <laughs> Of course, we lost you can. Joe Thomas, man. I know, we dude. We lost Joe Thomas. If, I mean, if, that was our if guy. The, if the Jersey Boys <laughs> podcast was known for anything, it was the Joe Thomas fan club. We all loved this guy. We all loved him as our number one tight end of 2020 over Vander Esch, over Jalen, over anybody that stepped on the field as a, did as say a tight end. Did, uh, did tight I say tight end? end? I'm sorry, linebacker. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah, but what uh, are you talking about? I think he started <laughs> rattling off the people he should have started over. <laughs> no, nah, man, he was. He's one of those guys that we let go that, you know, I, I, I hope he kills it over there in, uh, in uh, Houston, right? He, he went to Texans? Yeah. I hope he kills it over there. I mean, there. he was a traveling guy in the first place. Yeah, I mean, he was, a McCarthy, he was a McCarthy guy over in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So you would think that he would at least get a second shot at life but, again. But here's but, the thing about Joe Thomas, I'll say, because I mean, obviously you guys know I love him because he was, he was hitting, but maybe we thought he was so good because our other options were so bad. No, nah, the kid, listen, the kid's right. a hustler. The, it, look, even if you read the comments on him, everybody noticed the same thing we noticed. I, I was on the uh, Dallas Cowboys site on Facebook and uh, there was one guy who said good riddance. And then everybody was like, are you nuts? They don't even, they don't, yeah. Hustle. I mean, it, we weren't imagining things. That's for sure. No, but, you, know, you need a guy like that on the team. Uh, you know, you ever see the movie, the dirty dozen? I don't believe I have. The original with Jim Brown and Telly Savalas, and when 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 the your guy's putting mom. the t- when he's putting the team together, say what? You said your mom was in that one. Oh, yeah, they named it after. <laughs> no, but when we were putting the team together, there was certain personality traits that the guy was like, "We need a guy like this. We need a guy like that." You always need a guy like Joe Thomas on your squad that can hit, will bring the wood, will hustle, gets guys going by by um. He just didn't get his shot, so whatever, it's done. He's gone. That's that, yeah. and there's nothing so, we could do about it. Yeah, so we'll start on departures. Good fellas, by the way, you didn't even jump on that, but go ahead. What? What are you talking about, Goodfellas? I, I love him. Ah, he's gone. Remember when he's on the oh. pavement? <laughs> what happened? Ah, he's gone. Yeah. What do you mean he's gone? Yeah. Well, he's gone. There's nothing no, we can do about it. That's that. There's yeah. nothing we can do about it. 
Yeah. So Joe Thomas, good riddance and best of luck because I uh, good riddance, uh, best of yeah, luck. I was just reiterating what those clowns on Facebook said. Okay. But uh we'll start we'll start with the departures because we'll, you know, good news, bad news. We'll start with the bad news of guys that left our team. Uh another one that kind of made headlines, other than Joe Thomas being one of our guys, is is the most seasoned guy we had on the team. And it's our long snapper. I'm going to butcher the name because I do it all the time, but we just refer to him as LP. LP was our long snapper since the beginning of time. He's been there forever. And he was two games away from breaking the all-time Cowboys games played list uh, that's currently held by gold jacket Jason Witten. Now, my knee-jerk reaction was, how do you mess this up? Like, it's the one position that's never been flawed on this team for the last 20 years, and except for one bogus snap infraction penalty that wasn't even – it didn't exist. Yeah. Guys, your thoughts about losing LP and replacing him with another fossil guy? I, I say that um, with LP that uh, – I mean, I think it's cool, like, every now and then when you say, oh, wow, he still is on the team, you know, yeah. like every season you do that. But – it's it's also where I it just I like that Jason Witten is still gonna have that record. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like you know it, it's you know it and just seems. Do you think there was any? Do you think there was anything behind that with that record right then and there? No, um, I didn't don't. He retire? Didn't JP retire? LP did not retire. I mean LP didn't he yeah, retire? He, I, technically, no, no. he didn't announce it a retirement. He was just not brought back. He has I, he he's been he's playing been, on one year deals for like the last six years. No, so his deal saying, ran out and he did not get resigned. I think he's going to retire. I think you would he, hope you would. Well, hope. I think that, you know, when stuff like that happens, they go to the front office and say, listen, I'm, this is where I'm at. I'm letting you know. So I'm going to announce it when it's time to announce it. And cause he was with us 16 seasons, right? I mean, he's 40, he's 40 years old. So like, it, you know, retirement is not out of the realm. However, I just feel like the timing of it is just awful. You know we, what I mean? You know, like, we can all say that he's not going to snap that streak though. Huh? Oh, well played. <laughs> now, really quick. Uh, <laughs> I Jason Witten, no, Jason Witten deserves the title, um, deserves the record. The only other one, um, you know, Jason Witten beat Ed Tutal Jones' record, but Ed Tutal Jones' record is a little shady because he took a year off to box. Mm-hmm. And then he also uh, had a start during the strike season, I think it was, or he didn't have one during the uh, – so there were things that – that peppered in there, but consecutively Ed Tutal Jones, I think had the record at like 203, which again is ridiculous that he's not in our, our ring of fame. Why? I mean, it's, it's absurd that Ed Tutal Jones is not in the ring of honor. 14 seasons on the team of pretty much. Um, most of those seasons were dominating. He has what? 106 sacks. So were you saying Brett only cause I'm, I'm a little younger than you guys. Did he play in the strike year? Like, was he one of the, like the last of the Mohegans? No, he, no. Took, he took the year off. Okay. If I recall Randy no. White did. No, but no, I mean, no. every, everybody sat You're out about the 88 one or the other 80. I think 82. it was the 82 one, the 81 or 82 one. Cause the 88 one. Yeah. I remember them crossing the line against the Redskins on a Monday right. night. Yeah, no, Randy White did. The Redskins beat us with their scrubs, bro. It's one of the worst losses. Little Sturch was only three years old, so I definitely you were, bro. No, I'm serious. (laughs) We had we had Danny White, Tony Dorse. Everyone came back, and the uh, what's it called? Um, the the Redskins had like the bag boy for for Walmart starting at quarterback. (laughs) But you know what? That's I think that was the basis. I think that was the basis for uh, the replacements, right? Yes, yes. Was was that was that game against the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah, and they played as the Dallas team, which is actually kind of funny. Um, yeah, that makes sense. 
But um, um, no, but he had two hundred starts, and the only time he didn't was when he, t- you know, he was starting every game, and then took a year off the box, came back, took took over again, and then he 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 didn't start for the strike year. But I'm just saying, yeah, Jason Witten owns the owns owns the record, and it looks like that won't ever be touched. I mean, like it, if, if LP if LP couldn't do it, I don't think anybody JP. will. Yeah, but if, <laughs> yeah. L- if, LP, if JP or LP can't do it, if LP did it. If LP broke it, it's kind of like. You know, come on, man. You're on the field five times a game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he was flawless, man. Never made a mistake. Who was but, before him? Remember the was it Dale Hallistray? No, who was our no. long snapper, Keith? And me sure uh, wasn't who? I don't know. He was from mean, Florida. He was from like Boca or something. So right before LP, you mean? Yeah. This is oh, like man. on the nineties team. There he was our I think, I think, I think it was Dale. I think that name sounds familiar. All right, fine. But I'm saying, like, you know, LP started in twenty. Uh, 2000 or whatever. I, I'm not, we're not arguing with you. No, no, I'm just curious. Hallistray was a better long snapper start. <laughs> I was just wondering who it was so, before him. Relax. So L- Take L- it L- easy. I'm sorry. Take it I'm, easy. Sorry. I'm all, I'm all high strung. It's free agency. I'm sorry. You got, you got Joe Thomas playing yeah. tight end and, and I'm saying, JP. <laughs> I haven't screwed okay, up. Okay. Mr. Perfect. All right. Uh, so LP gone, Joe Thomas gone. Another one that kind of made headlines uh, because of the position of need. Cheetah Bay Awuzie gone. Signs with the Bengals. That was hurt. That sucked. We needed him. I liked him. Yeah, I did like I did like Cheeto as well. Um, And and that's other people saying good ratings that don't understand the position. And you know, it's just it's so frustrating. It really is. I mean, like that's the position of need more than anything else in the world. And look, we did address it. We'll get to it. But you know, to watch. Cheetah Bay leave without even, you know, he, we get him in the second round. And I think I saw a stat the other day that our second round picks have just been God awful. Well, I sent and, you it. In a, in oh, was message. that you? Okay. I, I'm yeah. thinking like somebody sent me and I, I couldn't remember. Um, yeah. So Cheeto walks, he goes to the Bengals again. Is he going to succeed there? Apparently there's a quote floating around that he, you know, saw a better opportunity with the Bengals. I mean, yeah. it, uh, honestly, if we go out and draft a, a corner like we should, you know, like, you know, Patrick Sertain or Caleb Farley, you know, if, if we are fairly, um, if we get one of those guys and then you have Trayvon Diggs, you almost see Cheeto as the third corner anyway. So maybe going over to uh, Cincinnati, he gets more opportunities to be a one or a two, but I think yeah. he was going to be replaced. You know what I mean? So maybe that's I like, think, I think our secondary was one of the, the bright points of, of our season. Um, yeah. Those guys got trial. You know, look, man, when you even go back and again, I, I live in the past, but there's no other where else to live. Um, when we were rebuilding that one year, I mean, we looked awful, but we, you could still smell the bright spots on, on, on those nineties teams. And I, well, you know, just because we were losing our, our secondary, man, they really held their own. But we weren't even having a pass rush. Yeah. But here's another thing. Once again, I'll say this. I've never seen a team never have seen a Dallas Cowboy team this year where people were just wide open sometimes. Yeah. yeah like Seattle nobody around. Like so I don't know unreal. if that was the scheme once again, cause I'm not in the locker room. I don't know if it was the intelligence of the players athleticism. I'm, I can't really give you an answer, but what I did see from Cheeto while he was there when he started, I mean, I think him and Diggs led in interceptions this yeah. season. Yeah. Um, I think Diggs' only interceptions came against uh, P- Pittsburgh. No, 
No, it was Philly, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he murdered <laughs> Philly by himself. But no, but I meant as far as, as, far as Cheeto goes. Saying, I think... They were young, man. I mean, that's what I loved about it. I loved that we had a, a shitty season where these guys can make the mistakes and yeah. they can play hard. I mean, you know, guys yeah. were really – and Diggs, to me, was one of the bright spots of the year. Yeah, he, was, um, he missed a couple games due to injury, but I think, you know, with a good offseason – I think Cheeto and, and Diggs would have been our starters next year for sure. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, staying on the losses, um, are you guys – as of right now, the Dallas Cowboys, obviously, they get their da- uh, their deal done with Dak, and he's the guy. He's the starting quarterback. But now with Andy Dalton departing and not re-signing and, and taking his money that he was, I guess you could say he deserved it and earned it to go to Chicago to be the starter over there for this season, which I don't know. I can't speak for them, and I have no idea what they're doing. But the Cowboys now go into their offseason programming with Dak Prescott, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I liked uh, him, though. I, liked I, him. I did, too. Garrett, Garrett we liked Gilbert. him for one game. I'm Garrett mad. Gilbert. And, so he's, and he's of not, course, backup. And, of course, the project. Hey, listen, ben I'm only Lee. going by what we saw. Of course, we. Of course, him. but it was one game. You keep doing that. Oh, oh, I didn't say he was. Oh, the oh I like that. I like him. I like him. Yeah, we know. It was Dak. one game. I'm you. That's horrible. <laughs> Kellen Moore. Let's not get into that. Anyway, Garrett Gilbert and the I project, the, the project known as Ben DiNucci. Uh, I'm not Horrible. sure Cooper Rush. I don't know what his ter- his terms were. I'm not sure. But so, so are you guys okay with no. going into the season with Garrett Gilbert behind Dak Prescott? No. So what do you want to do? And then Brett just keeps laughing. What do you want to do then? I'll tell you I what. Either- I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay Andy Dalton another three million. I mean, look, man, we got Dak, so now we gotta we gotta work with the cat, man. And this is. I would have given. I think three millions. I would. Yeah, I would definitely gave Andy Dalton three million. He's making- let him go. It was garbage. I think the future garbage, is dude. Gilbert Godfrey. The- <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey is the future. <laughs> so no, I'm. Oh, Here's my, my thing. I, I, you guys remember, and I said it in text. I wanted Jacoby Brissett. I thought he'd be a great backup. Um, that's backup. where I'm. I'm leading towards him, or or where? He signed somewhere. He's no. In, yeah, he did. Are you Jacoby's sure? Gone, bro. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty okay. sure. All right. I think he went to the Dolphins. Maybe. Oh, all right. That could be a possibility because. But you know, I'm, my off. my leading candidate for me is, and I've I've always liked I like him, and I've I liked him with the 49ers. He was undrafted. He started his, uh, I believe he started games his rookie year, second year, and he started some last year. He's, he did uh, Nick sign Mullins. with the Dolphins. Sorry. He Who did sign, right? Yeah. Dolphins. I like Nick Mullins, man. All right. For a back though. Okay. Because he's a guy, he's a guy who can come off the bench and win a game and maybe play well enough to win a game in, 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 um, in other games, like you right. know, as a yeah. starter. I know. Which, which he's done. I mean, I think he beat Seattle when he was with uh, the Niners one game. You know who I want? You, you know who I want? I, I And Dak referenced him in his press conference. I would love Alex Smith on a one-year deal. Yeah, I would love – just that'd because be of his leadership and and just – I think that would be a perfect guy in the Gilbert, locker room. I think Gilbert – As a backup, of course. Yeah. You, I think Gilbert uh, knows the system. <laughs> it's a, another vote for Gilbert. Uh, so, all right. So, the backup quarterback position hopefully gets addressed. If not, our, our stock is in uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Well, listen, uh, I, I, but really quick, though, all jokes aside, I, I do think us losing Andy, but I mean, what would, what, what did he want three million again? I mean, what did the, he what, got did 10. the what did they he got 10 million. He got 10 mil. No, yeah, and he got a chance to start. Listen, man, the, let's not count out the, the Bears with it. This is like, and I said this to one of your friends, uh, I said this on the Chop Sports. Um, okay. Of Page that he might be the best quarterback that they've had since 
may, possibly since Jay Cutler, who is is debatable. What right. I'm trying to say, Andy Dawn is an upgrade big time hey, for that. We team. saw him win some they, games last they've year. They've never had a, a quarterback that could like they've they've always had the defense. They've never really had that quarterback. Who knows what he can do? And if that just, defense plays like they usually play. And they just franchise tagged Allen Robinson, so he ain't going anywhere as far as yeah. you know, he's got a target. It's not a Bears, it's not a Bears podcast, but I'm just saying. Oh no, I totally agree. I, I, I get think it. Andy Dawn well, is still think Gilbert, for them. Gilbert's our future, but go ahead, let's let's move on. <laughs> Moving on, uh, something that, that brought some relief to, to a lot of Cowboys fans was a lot of people over the last season were very, very tired of punter Chris Jones uh, as far as his skill set. So he's out. We did not resign him. He's gone. Uh, they're going to roll with right now. They're going to roll with Niswander, the, the new kid that we brought up last year uh, okay. from our little, I guess you can say the practice squad or whatever. My knee-jerk reaction is that I would love nothing more only because I've interviewed him on the Chop Sports Podcast, and that is Marquette King, the former punter for the the uh, the, the Las Vegas Raiders slash Denver Broncos slash Battle Hawks oh, of the XFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. We need a guy bringing attention to himself for making a punt. Yeah, I mean, come on. See, man. that's not right. See, that's not right. Because, look, <laughs> here, here's no, where I – bad point, though, bro. It's not, but it's not a good one either because look, field position in the NFL is everything. Oh, and Chris God. Jones, Chris Jones was was half the reason why we're you're no. He okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Long snapping is very important. Okay, so is holding the extra point. So let's just say somebody holds the extra point and he's perfect. He gets up and tries to to make it like you know. <laughs> I mean, they're all important positions and jobs. Oh, no, but hey, let me ask you really quick though. What are your feelings on Blake Bell? Blake Bell leaving. Uh, he didn't really get a good shake, yeah, uh, considering didn't. considering the injury to Jar. When you thought that there was going to be some more, you know, like some more action, but then the emergence of Dalton Schultz really, really picked it up. I think he was great. Blake Bell got in there, uh, you know, occasionally he didn't get a lot of reps, but it's almost like, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for your contributions. We'll see you later, because okay. he wasn't the only tight end they cut. You know, the, the Cowboys, well, not cut, but just didn't resign. The, the Cowboys did not. Cole Nikatuki, what's his name? <laughs> Hikatuni, yeah. Hikatuni. Hikatuni uh, did not also get signed. So right now we're rolling with. Akuda Matata. They, they cut Cole Akuda Matata. <laughs> it means no worries, bro. I'm not worried about it. No, but they're rolling with Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz next year. Yeah. Uh, slight chance, slight chance that there's like some offensive warriors out there that want to add to the offense in the draft and a Kyle Pitts falling to 10 from Florida, which is probably, you know, you guys, you know, I know you're like the you, but at least, you know, the Florida football uh, line, we, we better not draft a tight end. At, at if 10. they draft a tight end at 10, I might just shut the draft off and say, Dude, I mean, yeah, come, I mean, on. come on. That's not a need right now. I had no kidding, but neither was a receiver last year and it took CD lamb at 17 is what I'm saying. Cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, but never is a tight end. Well, I mean, I, I'm Yacht Jerry, by the way. <laughs> I know I'm Yacht Jerry too. But I'm gonna go back to Marquette King. Why isn't he playing right now? You tell me, man. It's I, I won't get into it, but it, I I feel like he's gotten a little, little bit of a Kaepernick situation going on. I won't touch any more on that. But like, okay. I think you know, it's it's just it's it's unfortunate. He was playing in the XFL. The XFL shut it down. Uh, he's still staying ready. You know, you check out, check out all his Instagrams and stuff. Well, I'm he's just looking, every he hasn't day. played since 2018. He's 32, which is I know. very young for, and punter. you know what? And his numbers last year in the XFL were, would have ranked third amongst punters in the NFL this year, as far as yards inside the 10, all the good stats that you would see. You know what? Just like, for the record, I, I, I'm not going to go on and on about a punter, but you know what I mean? Like, no, but wait, just for the record, that's a, 
You could look at – that's the one position that it doesn't matter what level you're playing at, right? You kick that ball, that's how you kick the ball. Right. So XFL stats, even Division Two punter stats, Division One, it doesn't matter. Right. Those stats don't it. change. You know right. what I mean? Right. And, you know, you look at, you look at it too, like, like I, I, I know we don't want to get into it, but, man, maybe there is – I mean, to be a punter like he was and lead the NFL and not I mean, there was a point there are things where he was that we might not like even 70 know. Seventy yards, man. bro. Seventy yard punts like it was nothing. Who knows, Who knows what how the locker room? We don't know, man. We right. just don't. We don't. From, from what I gathered from interviews, players do. Yeah, no, but from what I gather from interviewing the guy, he's he's awesome, humble, wants to get back in the league. We'll see. And I think not for nothing. I think it's smart for the Dallas Cowboys to at least bring somebody in to compete with with Newswander. I agree. Newswander, you know, because that's not right. You can't just be like, hey, Hunter, you're the guy. Go go get him, kid. You know well, what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I'm in agreement with you, man. I, I don't see the I, I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah, that's I would absolutely. Love to bring that. I'd like to see. So, uh, they cut center Marcus Henry, which when I saw his name, I didn't know who the heck he was, to be honest with you. And I, th- I thought I knew the roster up and down. I don't know who Marcus Henry was. Did Most he likely. Did he get hurt? I, I was just going to say, more than likely a practice squad guy. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Uh, they also departed with two wide receivers, Chris Lacey being one of them and John V. Johnson being the other one. The John V. Johnson project is over. So they 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 gave it a shot um, and he just, you know, couldn't stay healthy, couldn't get on the field. You just, you, you know, in the NFL, there's only that certain amount of roster spots. So they're, they're just not going to bring a John V. Johnson guy back. So we'll go to the returns before we go to the free agent splashes. I'm splashes. Oh, yeah, I'm splashes, by the way. Returning. So we just mentioned John V. Johnson and Chris Lacey as their departing receivers. We bring back two receivers in Noah Brown and said Wilson. I think that's a great get for guys that, you know, you have to kind of see what they're doing now, because as we go through this season, you're going to got, you know, obviously you got Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup mm-hmm. and CeeDee Lamb. But then after this year, Michael Gallup's contract is up and they're already paying Amari Cooper 20 mil and they got first round money coming to CD lamb. So the odds of uh, Michael Gallup coming back, unless they do something to get out of the Cooper deal, which is possible after next year, by the way, uh, they're going to have to see what they have in Noah Brown and Cedric Wilson. And now this is their time. I say that. Um, all right. No, the reason I'm very, very happy about Cedric Wilson is if, if we decide to go for a fake punt on fourth and 30, we have that receiver that can throw the, the 10 yard pass. 
Thank God calling? for that, right? Like, That's that. one of the worst calls in Cowboy history. <laughs> but no, man. Uh, we, we saw Cedric, Not one of it is Cedric Wilson actually played well, and, and Noah Brown always makes an appearance every now and then. I like keeping both of them. I really do. Yeah, I do, um, too. It, you know, our, receiving, our, receiving, our, our receiving core is pretty strong right now. It is, and that's before – that's pre-draft, so. Mm-hmm. I, I, Keith knows how much I like Noah Brown, but I'm still waiting for him to pan out, pan out. You know what I mean? I know he's a big blocker, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but I, I'm really waiting for him to – I thought he would be that next Des Bryant slash – I did too. Uh, I had some Michael Irvin yeah. physical receiver that you're just going to, you know. Punch you I in mean, the mouth. But then again, he, he, how many years is it now? Four years he's in the league, Keith? Five? I think like four, maybe three mm-hmm. or four. He's on his fourth, fourth year? Third or fourth. So, listen, a lot of people forget Irv was drafted in 88 and really didn't come on until like, like 90, 91. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I still I, I love I still got a I still love Noah Brown. I still got faith in him. There's one more receiver and, I, you know, I'd be remiss to, to forget about him. But Malik Turner, who they signed from Seattle last year and just really obviously didn't see the field much. Um but special teams guru, more or less. Uh, so Malik Turner is brought I'm back guru. as well. I'm a guru. Yeah, of course. You're. Everybody's <laughs> Malik, a guru. Everybody's a guru around this time wait, of year. Can I can I just go back about when Bridge is comparing Noah Brown to, to Michael Irving? <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't compare him. I said I was hoping he would be that type of receiver. I mean, you think I'm, I'm going to think Gilbert Gilbert to Brown's going to be the next a- Aikman? First of all, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm looking at what we got to eat. Okay, I'm looking at what to cook yeah. with. So uh, I'm saying I was hoping Noah Brown would just be a physical receiver that would come up and get the ball. Not so much quick, but more like, yo, I'm going to outmuscle you and and, and get this ball like a Des Bryant or a Michael Irvin. I didn't say he's the next Michael Irvin, but but I'm going on record as saying Gilbert is the next Troy Aikman. And the next one, it's the third. He's a so, third round pick compared to two first round picks in Des and so, Irvin. I mean, so he was at Ohio State, correct? Noah um, Brown, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, because then we're talking about the same receiver. Because you know how I get. I, I yeah, no, I'm I got for you. For a year, and then I forget. All right. Noah Brown went to Ohio State. If it's the same guy, I'm thinking of. Yes, I think yeah. The, I mean, I think you, well, the one, the seventh round pick. Was he was a seventh mom? round pick. Oh, Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you. When right. he was at Ohio, I'm State, telling you. Or- <laughs> no, man, listen. I'm saying when he was at Ohio State, the Duke of Ball, man, he was a physical dude. Okay, I, I believe you. All right. He's the next Michael Irvin. But All I'm right, saying, so- I, I, he was him and and I love Brandon Whedon. I thought Brandon. <laughs> So, all right. So we're moving on to the defense uh, because, you know, we're done talking about Noah, the playmaker Brown. Wait, speaking (laughs) of Edens, just really quick. What? So the defense. Speaking of Edens, make sure you guys see the new cut of the Justice League. It's unbelievable. Four hours of my life. I don't know if I can do that, but I'll try. Yeah, you can. Have you ever binged a season of any show? Yes. Okay, then you could do four hours. (laughs) I don't know. Between you you and my brother, I swear to God, everybody's a smart ass here. We're busy. I'm busy. I got things going on. Anyway, defensive side of the ball. We talked about the departure. The playmaker Brown is brilliant. (laughs) Get that shirt made. So we talk about the departure of Cheeto, right? But we do address it, bringing back special teams sniper, CJ Goodwin. Okay. We've always, I've always liked this kid. He's always on the field. He's always, he's reliable uh, on the special teams, but the big move in the cornerback department is bringing back Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis. Absolutely. I was very happy. You had to bring back one of them, you know, whether it be Cheeto or Jordan, one of those guys had to come back and I'm, and I'm actually, to be honest with you, 
I'm actually, uh, me personally, I like Lewis a little better. If I had to choose, I would have went with Lewis too, but I still think that, uh, you know, having three corners like that would have been, you know. And they still could. They still could. Like, if you, if I had to pick oh, one. Oh, Anthony Brown's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Is that I, if I had one? to pick one, I definitely would have picked Jordan Lewis over. Uh, I don't know, man. I, yeah. would, I just like, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, like yeah. I said, I again. last year with yeah. how terrible defense was, so. Yeah, no, you're right. But I'm just so glad, now, I am glad we, we kept him though. Yeah. Definitely. So after the tampering period was over and the free agency started, it was very quiet for the Cowboys. And then the news started to break a couple trickle down effect moves. Uh, I guess I could start with the long snapping replacement for LP, and that's Jake McQuaid. <laughs> Jake McQuaid out of uh, out of LA. Uh, Jake McQuaid is a um, uh, detective out of the seventies. <laughs> But we, we, we signed him. Was yes. that a hit? Jim Rockford. We went with Jake McQuaid. Yep. Well, we Can't go we, all uh, vigilante on us, McQuaid. Uh, we also <laughs> staying on What's the better, Keith. Is he really quick? Is he a, a detective from the 70s or McQuaid? He's probably a cowboy from like the 50s. Um, <laughs> you're thinking along with McQuaid, freaking Chuck Norris. Ooh, <laughs> well, I'll take that any day. Yeah, yeah, Chuck McBain. Uh, <laughs> I will snap the ball. <laughs> I am Jake McQuaid. So now he's like legitimately Ivan Drago. Like it's very, <laughs> no, he's our action hero, man. That's going to be the ongoing joke. All right. You got it. Let's do it. So he's now we, we, we... it's fourth and 30. Okay. <laughs> McCarthy's going, should we punt? We're on the 10 or should we go for it? And then they're like, well, we need somebody to snap the ball <laughs> to, uh, to what was his name? Um, uh, Cedric Wilson, the Cedric Wilson. Then he's like, Get me McQuaid. <laughs> McQuaid. And then you just get that hero theme song. Like that 70s music. McQuaid comes running out. It's like freaking Starsky and Hodge. Oh, my God. Um, all right. So <laughs> now offensive line last year was a little bit of a, a, a woe, you know, with the injuries and stuff. Obviously, Tyron Smith was out. Zach Martin got hurt. Lyle Collins never saw the field. So we definitely needed to address this. And we do in the size of. Ty Nishiki. Okay. The guy's a big dude. And I looked him up and like, I did some research on him. He could very well be the swing tackle that we need because we did lose um, Cam Irving. And what's also good is if he lines up next to Hikatuni, we'll have Hikatuni (laughs) next to Nishiki. Hey, um, yeah, it's very true. And and (laughs) that's that's just um, statistics. What was it? Got a bad rap, but he's, you know, he was just a rookie last year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we still have him too coming on. You yeah, know, we, absolutely. You know. We so can the off- stay healthy, man. We, you know, again, I think we should draft but, a couple offensive linemen. Um, yeah, definitely want to get depth in there. Go for defensive but, linemen again, even though we pick some up again. Uh, yeah, for some you, reason, yeah. the Cowboys always think that our answer to the defensive front is through free free agent acquisitions. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll go over them. Uh, which, by the way, got a great response out of uh, Keith when I told him about. Uh, the next signing, Carlos Watkins out of the Houston Texans. Uh, he made mention that the Texans were indeed 32nd in run defense. Yeah. While yes, the Dallas were. Cowboys were 31. The first thing I said is that they were 32nd. They're like, oh, we got ourselves a great run stuffer. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> they were 32nd. They were worse than us. I don't know about that. <laughs> he did register two sacks last year. So that's really? pretty, pretty good from the interior. Not going to lie. You know, uh, really quick, get on defensive linemen. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my best friend is that the defensive line coach at Pitt, 
and he was just nominated for for the best defensive coach because he had two uh, two and a half star recruits that he had started that are now five you know all all, all so he uh, built them from the ground up right nice you can really really find great defensive tackles and I mean it's just a position that there's a certain mentality a way to play the game where you know you like you can find them in smaller schools if you know how to scout talent like Leon Lett was from where Emporia State right Keith yeah, he was. Yeah. And even Randy White, I mean, he was, I think he was the Outland winner that year, but, you know, he was at Mayor. First round pick. Yeah. These big Division One powerhouses that we're waiting to see, like Alabama. And, and, you know, I really do think that if you get a guy that really knows defense and really knows positions, you can, you could steal those in second and third rounds. Right. I agree. I absolutely wholeheartedly agree. Like even, uh, even uh, Charles Haley was from James Madison. Yeah. And I want to I want to bring up something real quick because I yeah. couldn't get it in with the offensive line, but it has to do with the defensive line as well. When people, it's really bad when you're when uh, your players get injured, of course. But the one good thing about it is you get young people in there, like our offensive line, to get the reps and get the experience, and that's going to carry over to this year. And same for defensive players that we're filling in, you know. So we had so many injuries. But sometimes that could be a, a positive thing for the future, which and, we're going to yeah. see this season. And you, you no. say that as we talk about Carlos Watkins, you know, before I should have mentioned this, obviously, during a return, Antoine Woods is back. So he'll be coming nice. back to clog the middle, mm-hmm. along with another defensive tackle in Brent Urban. So and I looked into Urban stats and again, a, a guy from the interior, two and a half sacks on the inside um, again depth that's what they're looking well, i guess to add over the course of the next couple of weeks getting back to my brother's point the two main positions well there's three actually if you count quarterback but reps are really big for offensive linemen and cornerbacks when 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 that's the, the two positions that are you got to just throw them in the fire and let them figure it out but again for offensive linemen i agree with my brother on that too because you know a, an offensive line is a unit and again, that's what pe- defense is totally different, right? I mean, it is a unit, but the offensive line, just think of it as like a ballet or, or a dance routine where it has to be choreographed. And the only way that you get a great offensive line is if they're playing with each other constantly, they know each other's moves, they know who's, who's going to, you know, it, it is. It's a very complicated position for all five of them other than the center. Mm-hmm. You know, so those guards and tackles, it's so good to get reps, man. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Staying on the defensive line, uh, Terrell Basham is coming to the Dallas Cowboys on a uh, a nice deal as well. He had three and a half sacks last year. So the depth is there, you know, right now. Uh, There are question marks in which I'm curious. uh, Nothing out of the the Alden Smith party. We haven't really heard anything about that. Not mm-hmm. sure if that's something to be alarmed about, you know, considering, you know, his past and whatever. You never know what could be happening with a guy like that. Uh, but I've heard nothing. And, and considering the season he had last year, you would think that you would like to rotate him in with Randy Gregory and then obviously D-Law on the other side. So nothing out of him. So is Terrell Basham, uh, you know, the guy to rotate with with uh, a Randy Gregory? Because, look, there's been nothing about no, – no words about uh, Crawford – Nothing about that right now. They're obviously last year's draft uh, left us kind of puzzled about um, uh, who they draft seventh round. Why can't I think of his name right now? Anyway, him. And I, I don't know why it's, it's skipping my mind right now. Oh, Bradley and I. 
Bradley and I. So sorry. Um, so he was drafted. So there's 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 players. Okay, they have players. So now it's just a matter of gelling and a matter of reps. It's a matter, matter, of, it's a matter of the scheme. Dude, it's a matter Gall- of Gall- Gallimore, man. Oh, ne- and Neville Gallimore. Sorry. Dude, wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, that guy. It's, that guy it's, came in and was killing it, man. It's it's the it's the um, it's the it comes up to our scheme. And our defensive coach yeah. and, and, and say, guys in the wrong place in the right places, okay. the stunts, a good, a good the, seg- uh, a very good segue into saying that it comes down to the coach because our biggest splash of free agency is because of Dan Quinn and absolutely. the familiar, the familiarity of a, uh, a Keanu Neal, uh, bringing him on for $5 million. Um, it, it's a big deal. And I think that this is the first time the Dallas Cowboys have seriously considered, um, the safety position, you know, and, and I think Neil, he well, comes him. in, he comes in and it, right now he's listed as a safety, but there's been rumors about scheme and where he could play and maybe take the will side linebacker, you know, and then, and, and, you know, that's, that's the position I played in college. Will side linebacker. Well, I was a uh, run support. A weak side, sorry. So what's good about this type of player, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is uh, the speed and the physicality. And, and when you're looking at these spread offenses and, you know, I remember when I was playing, it was so hard for one of the most difficult things it is for a linebacker in general to do is get under the curl, right? Or get to that out pattern and right. get underneath it. That's what made Junior Seau so phenomenal. Um, it, he's the type of dude where he's just big enough, but he's also quick enough to where, you know, it might help us with that underneath coverage and, and those, you know, those, the way that the offenses are run now, I would love to see him, you know, underneath underneath patterns a lot taking dudes out as they come across the middle old school but i i saw when i watched when i was watching his highlights i mean at first me and me and brett we clowned you starch just so you know what is about what watching we saw your your excited text about healy we're like because brett was excited you get all he's like oh here goes little starch again like we were saying like you know little starch little starch that's all so excited but then i watched it and i was like damn lay in the wood my man he was no he can lay it but but I was gonna say that um, the one thing I did see pop up on one of the plays is at the bottom Falcons thirty second ranked pass defense once again. Yeah, but you know what? You can't really just blame the one safety. I'm not. About that, I'm not. I mean? But having the thirty second ranked pass defense is a little. You know, it's a little. But he might be playing linebacker. I mean, I'm just pointing that out. Right. No, I understand. Yeah, bro. That has more to do with the corners. The corners in the front in the front seven. Mm-hmm. Like that strong safety position. I mean, when you look at like a Ronnie Lott or an Atwater or guys that can that can come up and play the run and also, the, like I said, underneath, it may be a good addition yeah. to, you know, what we have. I just don't – I don't know what Jalen Smith is showing up. I mean, are we going to keep uh, uh, the, the generic Hulk? Is, is he going to yeah, stay? No, I, he's, got a, he's got a fifth-year option coming up next year. That's my biggest concern with this team, man, is the linebackers. Right. That's and, my and then biggest to watch, concern. To watch Joe Thomas walk out the door kind of yeah, really I mean, sucked. Yeah, but I mean, it's so just – Do we draft a linebacker? Then do we go for I would take one. If we if the best linebacker is available at 10, like number one, absolutely. Kid, I, I, that I would, would be the kid out of Penn State. That would be the kid out of Penn State right now. I, think, I would I take I a linebacker or defensive lineman or def- defensive tackle. I know I know everyone's saying DB, which I'm fine with, but I meant those those would be my first two. Okay. But now, I mean, that's where our necessity is, and I don't think we could pick it up in free agency unless – well, look, we're only we're only a week in, right? And I, and I think 
you know, this upcoming week is big for Dallas. There's a couple of visits scheduled already. Malik Hooker, the safety, will be coming in to visit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, butthead. Um, yeah, Malik Hooker coming in, and as well as um, Casey. So two safeties are coming in. What linebackers are we looking at, though? Are we looking at linebackers? Like who's available? As of right now, I don't see them for. I don't foresee them bringing any linebackers in. Because I think I agree with my brother. That's our to me. That's our biggest concern on defense. Yeah, man. And that's and that's a lot downfield, man. Yeah, and that's a lot to do with the the run and the pass. So they they've been completely lost last year. Now, if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have argued we had one of the best linebacking cores. Oh my god, yeah. On paper, you kidding me? Even with Sean Lee, you know, like you know him coming in, splashing here and there. Like they had a, a great linebacker. You had Joe Thomas, Jalen Smith, Leighton Vanderess, Sean Lee. You would be like, oh wow, this is good. You know, and, but now you don't know. I like the rotation. I like having a rotation. Right. The rotation is the fresh the legs and like we did under Jimmy Johnson. So as we put a bow on week one of free agency, the, the Cowboys between the returns and the new signings, they brought in 12 guys. Okay. Do you think, how do you grade week one? And we'll close it after this. How do you grade week one of the Dallas Cowboys free agency uh, acquisitions? Keith, we'll start with you. Um, You know what? I like it. I like letter, it. Letter grade wise. I, I give it a B. Okay. I give it a B. And, and the main, and main reason why is I'm just happy we're getting new defensive players and new in there. I know they're, I know they're just D linemen and whatever, but I don't care. We it's, we need something because the players that were playing last year that I saw starting, there was, you know, it just didn't do it. And I'm, you know, with these new players and scheme, once again, the scheme's going to be new. I think, you know, so I give it a B. They didn't make any, they didn't spend too much money. Not yet. Nope. You know what I mean? So, which I like, I mean, that's the Patriot way, even though the Patriots have went out and <laughs> Patriots just went out. Did you see spray. though? But did you see what they did though? How much they've only spent, which was weird. What do you They've mean? gotten all these players, and I guess I was looking at the. It's not like usually you sign seven free agents, you're over a hundred million, right, or something. You know, they're like at thirty five or something, like oh, something wow. crazy. I'm with you though. I give I give this a B right now. Uh, the Neil signing is very big. Yeah, uh, I do like the depth on the defensive line. I think that's very big. You know, considering that the defense was the the biggest Achilles heel last year, a la not having Dak Prescott in any offense either, but mm-hmm. not having a defense to stop other offenses was like the you know the biggest bugaboo we bought we all saw it uh so it's 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 no surprise there brett your thoughts on the first week i mean I, i'm i'm probably at the same but i would go c plus i mean okay. nothing nothing crazy um i do like the neil signing i do like that we kept jordan lewis not happy we lost a woozie but what are you gonna do and definitely not happy we lost joe thomas i think that's a bigger I, th- I think that's that's a huge loss for us, man. But I'm, it, still, you know, I'm still a little burnt on the uh, the LP loss, but that's just me. <laughs> but, you know, again, I think he's going to retire. Yeah, we'll see. So um, I, I would say C plus. OK, so you listen, that's I mean? one week's worth uh, of, of free agency for the Dallas Cowboys. There's more work to be done. Visits- Can I ask you, though, who who is your eye on? Like, who would you really want that's still available right now? <sighs> if I had a guess right now, well, on top of wanting uh, a backup quarterback, like a seasoned backup quarterback, like an Alex Smith. Uh, I, I really like that, but I do foresee them choosing one of the two, Malik Hooker or Kazi. And I think I, I, I want to say both of her coming off injury. Like it's, it's difficult to think about, but I, I like Malik Hooker, man. I like the guy's a first round pick. You know, he's got a lot of potential. He's still young. If they have Hooker along with Donovan Wilson and, you know, and, and, and uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Neil, like in a rotation, 
I believe in the in the secondary a little bit more than I did before that. So we'll see. All right. But, so Keith, Keith, is anybody that you got your eye on besides your mom? No, um, Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins quarterback. So, so we're both on board. Want a, back, a backup quarterback like that's, yeah. that's yeah. I think that's I think for Dak's development still he's got work to do. I think it's it's a. Necessity. Do you think Alex Smith would sign for a year? I mean, yes, if, absolutely. Here's my question because you know we'll know on our next podcast. So would you sign Alex Smith for what we gave Andy Dalton? Three mil last year. Three mil. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for okay. backup, he's worth yeah. it. A valuable yeah. backup, yeah. Because yeah, man, it, God forbid something happens with Dak again this year, and Alex Smith goes in. I'm not going to be as worried as I was with Andy Dalton, to be honest with you. I That's think Gilbert. I think Gilbert. I'm all of you, because you were not. You guys were so excited when Andy Dalton got in, and I was, he is, I was and forever I'm will be. If I go back to our text rocket. messages when I warned you, you guys, yeah, you're. Cre- Guess what? Andy Dalton's from Texas too. Let's go. The red Let's rifle, have- baby. LFG. The red rifle. No, for real. I was I was very excited about the signing. Um, you know, it was disappointing, man. Yeah. So. But again, I feel bad for McCarthy too. Like we got to give him a, he's got to get a shot. It's like Yeah, when, my um, my father said that the other day. He's like, "Hopefully we get all these, you it's know." Like what Jesse Holly said, days. it's so hard to to get a new system going and, you know, yeah, that- last year was just a big old cluster F, you know what I mean? So this year different OTAs, mini camps, all that good stuff. It's all coming back to the Dallas Cowboys. So for Dave Sturchio, Brett Ernst, Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast. Next week, obviously, week two of free agency. We'll address that. So thank you to Blogging the Boys Podcast Network and, of course, SB Nation. And we'll see you guys next week.